the people don't have to know. Um, nah. the people, <laughs> I don't, oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay, can we, uh, make sure that we're live right now? Because I'm not getting, like, any notification. I got you. Yep. Um, oh, wow. Okay. You went <laughs> live and then it's a two minute video, so I'm gonna delete that. Oh, shit. That's our best work yet. Uh, we are live. Let me get a second to actually listen in. See what we can do. Alright. Yeah, I don't think there should be any, like... Yeah, we should be, like, good this time. It's weird, because, like, I'm not... I, I don't have, like, any, um... The... Like, it's not showing up that we're live on my end. Well, I'm just sure. talk real quick, like, just say, like, random things so I can make sure that you're good on top of me and Sol. Did you know that the main reason why people use running shoes is to run? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, Walt. No problem, man. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm a eat probably some matcha cake later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's stupid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just know why people buy running shoes so they can run. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> random. Yeah, you could, man. <laughs> we're we sound on all fronts on my end. I'll keep checking periodically just to make sure that we're going oh, okay. for help. But... but yeah, we're good. Green across the board. Yeah. And I'm actually coming through this time? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, give, give it a sec. <laughs> give it a sec. <laughs> Yep, yep. Oh, I hear you. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. Um, you want to send me the link to the podcast cuz like again, on my on my phone, nothing is like coming up. Yeah. Same. I'll I'll put it in the group chat. Yeah, yeah. I eat. And we'll tweet that out. This video is private. <gasps> How dare you? What? Is that why? Is it private? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely why. I got you. I'll put it on public right now. Gotcha. Alright. Click on it again. It should be there. Good, good call, Well, Good call. I didn't see that. Yeah, okay. I was trying to figure hey, out like, what go. was going on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is, the man. Oh, real quick before we before we actually start, um, that's a thumbnail you want to use, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I'll do this. I'll pick it up right now. Hey, I gave me like ten seconds. Like I need to look for the charger. That's like just like ten seconds from me because I am using a hotspot. <laughs> damn, well, hurry up, man. Three, four, five. <laughs> <six>. <laughs> I wish we had a camera eight. looking at this. Yeah, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> You're pushing it, Walt. Yeah, man. He yeah. lied. Yeah, that man lied. It's been a legit sixteen seconds. 10, <laughs> Eighteen <laughs> seconds. No. <laughs> you lose, buddy. Yeah, no. that's still a lie. <laughs> uh, I underestimated my fastness. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, man, you need to, you need to get in the gym, man. <laughs> get on the treadmill. Get a little wrestling? get a little faster. <laughs> I literally like I flinched for a moment. I was like, oh wait, don't fall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Jesus. Oh. Sorry, guys. There's people outside. <laughs> they, they be doing. They're they're playing they're playing like the trombone or something. <laughs> no, like it's it's what do you call that sink fucking panels when they like screech and shit. I don't know. Okay, gotcha. we're alive. <laughs> Anyways, we're alive. Um. Um. All right, just gonna tweet this out. Same. Yeah, Re re turn turtle. Beautiful. It's looking beautiful. Yeah, I know, right? Oh my god. Gorgeous. Oh god damn it. Alright. Then get all the hashtags in there. I'm just I'm just writing up something quick on the Dual Shock and Sense podcast uh, Twitter. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Returnal. No, PS5. 1500 tweets in the last hour. PS5. Damn. All right, we will be starting soon. Sorry, hell for the peace show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we're pretty much good to start now, right? Yeah, uh, I'm all set on my end. Um, yeah, everything's tweeted out. I fixed the description. Uh, fixed the, not fixed, but like edited the title, so we're good there. So yeah, ready when you guys are. All right, cool, cool, cool. Walt, you ready? Ready as I'll ever be. Alright, that's good enough for me. Alright, welcome <laughs> back, guys, to the ninth episode of the DualShock and Sense podcast. I am your host, Soul, the connoisseur of anime waifus. With me, as always, I am joined by my two wonderful hosts. I got Walt. How you doing, man? How you doing, guys? Walter, connoisseur of... Many things, waifu included. Uh, you could put some JRPGs in there. No, no, some... no, man. You can't. Yes. You can't. You can't just like listen to my to my you know like now famous intro and 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 say famous? The, and you say, didn't say it last. You didn't say it last time. What do you mean? And and say you and say soul. and say. Hey, man, come on now. You gotta be consistent. No, because I I heard how you dropped it like two episodes ago, and I was like, oh, maybe he he doesn't. That's not no true. Much about That's not true. Yeah, I've always That's been. That's some true stuff. I've always mm -hmm. been the connoisseur. <laughs> I've always been. Mm. I've always <laughs> had the the fine taste in in the anime waifus, man. Come on, man. Man, this match sucks. They, this I don't know. Sucks. I don't know. Well, he has a, he has a point, man. He has a point. He started <laughs> off with Persona Five Strikers with uh, what's her name, Alice. Oh, yeah, yeah, Alice yeah. Hiragi. Yeah. Oh, dang. You right. He Damn, did say that, man. and he's like, he's like, yo, she can step on me. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, well, I, I man, you sit still kind of sus, but I. 
Hey, I'm just, I'm just messing we'll get with you a you, title, man. man. I'm just messing with you. Go, go ahead, man. I mean, no, that was it. <laughs> Macho. We'll get you a title, bro. <laughs> Macho, what's going on with you, man? How's it going, everybody? I'm excited. Got those Friday feelings. Not the sad ones, the happy ones. It's Friday, baby. Let's get it. Um, yeah, it's the king of Kingdom Hearts and the Final Fantasy fanatic. I'm excited. It's been a really good week. A busy week, but a really good week. Let's have some fun. Definitely. And uh, as always, we are going to start off the podcast like we always do, talking about what games we've been playing this week. But before we get into that, please go ahead and toss us a like. That will definitely help us out a bunch. Uh, consider subscribing to the channel. And uh, yeah, man, we got, a, we got a pretty fun show planned for you guys today. So um, let's get into it and talk about the games that we've been playing. Um so for for me personally, um, well, man, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna like this, man. It's it's the same thing as last week. Uh, I've been surprisingly getting <laughs> more more so than I originally planned. I Dark Souls three, it's it, it's got it's it's hooks into me, man. I, I can't stop playing it. Um, it's a beautiful I, game. Yeah, I can't I can't stop playing it, man. I'm, it, it's just that that classic Dark Souls from software hook that. It's just like I didn't plan on 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 you know playing it as much as I am right now, but it's 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 got me. Um, so I beat uh, Pontiff Sil- uh, Sullivan. Um, oh God! Yeah, he was he actually wasn't too bad. Like he, I beat him on like my fourth attempt, something around the uh, close to that area. But he he he's wow. he's like a pretty like. He's a serious boss, man. Like I, I would, I would argue he's probably tougher than like ninety percent of the bosses in Demon Souls alone. Um, he was, he was. I mean, fun. I, I've never I, Demon Souls never. Uh, granted, I haven't played it because you know my current predicament. But uh, Demon Souls, uh, I've been looking at gameplay of the bosses, and and it doesn't seem to be one of the more harder games that they've produced honestly after playing bloodborne dark souls sekiro it's like demon's Souls is like that's like a tutorial yeah you'll you'll be fine with demon souls like the the true in my opinion at least the true difficulty with demon souls lied with the areas like the areas are mm. are the real challenge to get through um especially especially five too but we won't we won't talk about that um the bot there's there's probably like i would say maybe three bosses in that entire game that are like like legit challenges but even then they're not they're nothing compared to like the bloodborne and like some of the dark souls 3 bosses i've fought so far um but yeah yeah so i beat uh pontiff sullivan and um and then last night actually who was probably the toughest boss i've fought thus far was uh aldrich uh devourer of gods um he was he has this one like he wouldn't be that bad if he didn't have this arrow volley ability so like matcha listen to this this guy once you get him down to like half health he has this second phase where he has this ability where he can shoot like the uh this basically like barrage of arrows into the sky and it literally lasts like a goddamn minute dude so like you're running around the arena trying to dodge these arrows and if they hit you they do a ton of damage 
And then, granted, it's like you're hundred arrows. Yeah. So, and granted, like you're wasting all your stamina trying to like get away from from these arrows. So it it just sucks, man. Because like the arena isn't that big. You don't have a lot of room to run around in, and it's just like you're going to get hit. So like that would literally kill me. Like, like he he himself wasn't that bad, but whenever he did that, especially two times in a row, I was like, I'm done. <laughs> like I'm not. I can't dodge this. Um, Wait, so, don't you have a shield though in that game? Yeah, but it's not like it, it doesn't mean like you're impervious to like damage all like a hundred percent of the time. Um, and then like okay, it, so that, it's like you can still take splash damage from any attacks, but yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, and also I think for that fight I was I was doing two handed stuff, so like I just put my shield to the side and wasn't using it. Um, so yeah, he he was definitely tough. He. He's probably the one that I died to the most so far in the game. Um, well, I'm interested to hear what you think about this. Um, I and granted, I'm 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 not like I, I'm probably like halfway into the game, right? So like I, I haven't seen everything that the game has to offer so far. But I feel like location-wise, I'm not too like, and, and this is probably a, a, a like a not a fair compete. I'm not completely like blown away by them or like in love with them like a lot of them has been like catacombs caves um you know caverns um you know like the four right, the classic right. forests the the usual dark soul swamps that they love to do um it wasn't until like uh the uh Irithel of the boreal valley that it was like okay now we're getting somewhere um that was like the first area in the game where i was like okay this is like and this this place feels distinct and, and unique from any other location we've been to yet. Um, and then of course, on Orlando was was cool to see. Um, but besides those two locations, like I I haven't really felt like like any of the areas have really been doing it for me. I don't know if if you feel the same way or or what what do you think about that? For, so, in my case, the first the first game from FromSoft that I played uh, was Bloodborne, and that was like my introduction to the, their own uh, world building and their design and art and all this stuff, and I fell in love with it. Uh, I think with Dark Souls 3, uh, I believe a lot of the areas are like, you're like revisiting them Yeah, yeah. Uh, from like previous games, and it's you know it's classic fantasy like D and D locations you know you got your catacombs with your skeletons you have your um, like burial grounds with those things that make your health like deplete and you can't get it up again. Um, I think the magic of that of that game falls more in I think in the bosses and how different they are um, and the lore itself. Because Dark Souls 3 is essentially like the end of quote-unquote an era. Because, yeah. I mean, with the story, not that I'm an expert, I'm not Bativedia by any means. Yeah. But the story is very much, the you're, you're trying to prevent like the end of the world in some way or form. So they're not per se that me like special. The locations are not that special. It's all decrepit. It's all falling apart. And there's you're revisiting the origins of the game so it's like very old school simple design you know not that it's bad but it is 
not it doesn't stand out not like bloodborne you know it's a nightmare it's macabre you have all this gothic setting it's different it's distorted there's like buildings on the side of the wall like inception you know there's it's different it's like it's like sekiro a lot of people don't like sekiro in terms of location because it's just you know just your typical quote-unquote japanese setting you know uh what is it um the uh like ancient feudal area era um so i don't blame you uh i think i don't know if you fought optional bosses as much um yeah i've i i fought um the old demon king too in the smoldering lake and like uh, that that area is like as well just you know kind of like a cavern you know what i mean yeah because i think the game very much focuses on giving you a hard time and you know design wise the locations although beautiful they're pretty simple but i think if you, they focus more on like the enemies that are in each area because they're so unique in in like every different section of the game yeah um i think you you the point that where you are right now further in uh there are some areas that will be that will stand out much more than the rest of the game uh I don't want to get too into it in case I spoil anything. Right. I think that what makes Dark Souls 3 stand out more in terms of design is the DLC. Because the DLC both, uh, was Ashes of Ariandel and The Ring City, oh, so I think some, those are some of the best locations that FromSoft has ever done. And yeah. design-wise, a difficulty, um, you know, it's a snow area like uh, the Boreal Valley or the Erythil Valley. Um it's gorgeous, but I mean, yeah. I agree to a certain extent. I've, it's just I've, I've heard, it I've heard. It's go ahead. It's it's very uh, typical, you know. It's fantasy, you know. Bloodborne it was a one of its kind, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because like, yeah, I definitely heard that too. And like, I I have the um, God, they have they have like a specific name for the uh, Dark Souls three version that I have, but it's the version that has all the DLC and all that stuff too so yeah i'll probably get to the dlc eventually but um i've already been to sure. i think it's called arendelle i've i already went there accidentally so like yeah i definitely saw that it's like um it looks it looks pretty cool um yeah, yeah. but yeah that's, that makes that... a lot of sense you guys talking about that that um as far as like my perspective on the soul series because one of the things that frustrates me the most in any game not just dark souls would be the environment fighting you as much as the enemies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just leaves no room for just like a breather. And that's where like when I'm playing, when I played Dark Souls three, I got pretty. I think I got pretty far into it. But on top of just like the frame rate always dipping on PS four, and I was like, all right, I'm done. But with Bloodborne and even Sekiro, I feel like there's like a much better balance of the environment sort of fighting you, but also giving you room to breathe. But then the enemies are uh, are challenging enough to, to for you to stay on your toes. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I I also also you know Bloodborne and Sekiro are they're designed around speed, you know, and reflexes. Uh, Dark Souls is a much more methodical and much more like take your time with with each fight in each area, which there's no breather but when you do find a bonfire oh my god you can just you you drop your controller and you can just take a moment because you and you feel good about yourself you feel I've, good about 
I feel like I feel like like another one of my complaints is that I feel well this this will probably be a plus to to some people and I don't know in 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 some ways I guess it is a plus for me as well uh, but I feel like the bonfires in Dark Souls 3 are a lot more like plentiful or like they're they're coming a lot quicker between one another than like you know what I've played you know from from Bloodborne at least or from what I've heard yeah. of other Dark Souls games so like yeah, I don't know. But I, not necessarily I mean, like a gripe, but just something I've noticed. No, yeah, uh, Dark Souls, you know, the philosophy behind Dark Souls is also, I think, it's very focused on co-op as well and like how they they would make it accessible and easy for people to join their friends. Where Bloodborne, as as asinine as it was, their system of multiplayer, uh, the, the game essentially is based around I think it's one of the most difficult games that FromSoft has done. And I think I still think it's the most difficult. I don't think Sekiro beats it by difficulty. Um, I, Bloodborne, I, I think they took it literally when they meant Nightmare. It's a freaking nightmare of a game when you when you beat it for the first time, you know? Yeah, definitely. But yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, man, like, yeah, just just the areas has been the biggest thing that I've, I've noticed, especially like... Um, you know, comparing it obviously to to Yarnum and and all those oh, locations sure. there, and then like even Demon Souls, like Tower Latria is is like absolutely like just just like a like a spectacle, like a, just a treat for the eyes. Like I love I love that location, even though it scares me half to death. Uh, particularly the the Prison of Hope, um, it's it's just so gorgeous to look at, and then the Shrine of Storms as well. I really love that area. Um, but yeah, that's just something that I've, I've kind of been meh about, but then like, but then, you know, like, like I said, once you go to a place like Aerotho Laboreal Valley, you're like, okay, from, from software, you know, they, they, they definitely, they, they still got it. They, they know what they're doing. Um, and I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna talk about the boss fight itself, but there's a boss called the Nameless King. Yeah, Um, I, I know, I know who he is. When you reach that area, that's... That's one of the best areas the game offers. Like in terms of like uniqueness, design, uh, environment, it's 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 unique. It's very beautiful. It's, it's a great run. Sure. Um, Where's Elden Ring? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's pretty much done it for me. Um, Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> don't look at the screen right there. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, and and uh, side note, I I just downloaded. Uh, infamous first light yesterday um not really much to say about it. well uh, okay i guess i'll say um i think i'm liking it already more than second sun because like um just like better all all of these like i haven't gotten too much into the story yet but there's already like within the world there's so much more going on it feels like um and mm-hmm. story-wise it, it feels like i just i just like the fact that we're not like a hundred percent beholden to Seattle, um, like you know, some story segments are in uh, Curtin K, I think it's called, uh, which offers like a nice little like visual change of change of pace since you know the uh, original game was one hundred percent located in Seattle, so which gets kind of boring because like the place is kind of small. So um, yeah, I'm 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 liking it so far. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. Um, Macho, what about you, man? 
Yeah, so uh, since the last time we had a podcast, I've been actually playing quite a bit. Um, I picked up Avengers, and I finished through that story, and it was good for what it was. Um, I I got it on a discount, so I'm not like fuming about like if you know about like the story being like all right. And um, but the DLC is actually a lot of fun. The Kate DLC is a lot of fun, and I'm looking for towards. Looking forward towards playing the Hawkeye DLC that released, and plus all the Black Panther stuff that's coming out at the end of the, like yes. in the fall or something like that. Um, so I've been finishing that, and then uh, once I got back home from visiting my fiance at her place, uh, I've been really just diving deep into Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, and I actually the finished best. it last night. The best. Yeah. Oh man, it's I, like I'm a huge Pirates of the Caribbean fan. Like it's one of my top two, top three movie franchises of all time. I absolutely love it. So the fact that we got like a really good pirate game is awesome. It makes me wish that there was more of this, um, at least at least of this style where it's kind of like you're an assassin but also like a pirate. Like I just love what they did with Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag. That ending still gets me, man. <laughs> it yeah. definitely had me tearing up at the end. Yeah, that's when, he, uh, when, he, when he leaves on his ship, on his way. Yeah, to... and yeah, it's and he sees his daughter, and like, and then you yeah. learn like what happens to like his um, his wife, quote unquote, after like all this time. Mm-hmm. It's really sad stuff, and then uh, it's really cool to kind of see like him, or at least Edward Kenway be like uh, from where he was, and then to kind of see him grow throughout and then have these people kind of direct him to be have like more of a noble cause and live for something it's really cool um i will say that assassin's creed 4 right now is my favorite assassin's creed game that i've been playing there we go it's so good it's so good it's like the movement is just so precise and it's oh man it's such a great yeah the taino assassin And I was hyped on that. I was like, yo, no way. They got my Boricua ancestors in this. (laughs) It was awesome. Um, But yeah, I finished it last night. And uh, the next game uh, for May, the next Assassin's Creed game for May is going to be Assassin's Creed Rogue. Never played it. So it's going to be first time. Good luck. Did you guys play it? Have have mercy on your soul, man. It's one of the few that I haven't played. Really? Yeah, I, I, I just haven't... I, it's not that I don't like Shay. It's just that... I don't know. It. I think it was the timing. Back when I found out about it, I was still like between like Black Flag and like the Ezio Trilogy still. And, like, I don't know. It it didn't stand out to me, so I didn't even bother picking it up. Uh, I yeah, because that came out the, the exact same time as like Black Flag, I think. Yeah, and, and, and I think afterwards came Unity... Uh, or before that, which Rogue and Unity, I think they have some sorty. Well, I don't, I don't even remember. It's a um, dumb connection. But yeah, it's a is really, it? I don't, I don't remember connection. what it was. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I won't spoil it for Macho, but it's a dumb connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, between that and Unity. Yeah, because they came out the same year, gotcha. so they're like, oh, yeah. let's have, I mean, let's it, have a cute little connection to tie these two games together. I was like, oh, oh yeah. okay, get out of here. Okay. But but so it's probably not a bad something game, probably something in my new character like connection then. Uh, well, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I don't. 
Yeah, uh, okay. I, it's not a bad game by any means. I have seen gameplay and I have seen some like you know like people talk about it. It's the biggest you know. What makes it unique is the fact that you are an assassin turn, you know, Templar. That's like the whole premise. Like that's what they, how they get you. Like with when they advertised it. Um, yeah. But other than that, you know, I was too busy afterwards playing Syndicate. But yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, um, I'm excited because I actually booted up uh, Rogue last night to kind of like fix all the PC settings, make sure I had everything I wanted in it. I noticed yeah, yeah. like where you said like right when like it focused like on the Templar kind of storyline, mm-hmm. um, it, it makes him sure you know that right away. But like one of the first logos you see is the Templar logo before it gets to the main menu, and I was like, yeah. oh okay. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I love Edward Kenway. I, I it's that's why it sucks to learn what happens to him afterwards, um, yeah. and how yeah. like uh, you learn this like in the novels, but like how like he gets murdered by betrayal and stuff like that even though he like he like uh, basically rises up in the ranks and becomes a master assassin in london and brings up the brotherhood and stuff like that yeah so, he changed history forever i mean yes. to the point where to the point where his grand grandson would later become one of the most renowned assassins in the 13 colonies uh as much as that game you know has its controversies and it lagged a lot uh connor did do great things, I guess, in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he did. He did. He was. I think he was a pretty good protagonist. Um, not my favorite, but he was definitely yeah. worth like watching through. But this one, yeah. like, you can tell like the the stark difference between Assassin's Creed three and four is crazy. Oh the yeah. The movement, like the animations, the yeah. the way the, the gameplay. Yeah, like it has. I was just thinking about this the other day. It has the best of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. And revelations, which is the movement and the speed and the way you kill, you know, your assassins, and then the open world uh, gameplay loop of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. It has like the best of both worlds in there, and it has like an identity with the pirate stuff. So it's it from there. I was just like, wow, this is like one of the most fun ones I've been replaying, and it still holds up to this day. For sure. Mm-hmm. I can't wait until you play Syndicate. I want to hear your thoughts about that later on when you play it. But yeah, yeah, that's that's um, I think uh, when did, when am I playing that? I actually have a schedule to make sure that I'm keeping up with all this stuff. <laughs> that's in August, yeah. Syndicate's gotcha. in August. Gotcha, so, gotcha. sweet. Yeah, it's Rogue for May, and then um, when I'm away from home, bring my PS5, so I'm gonna end up playing a little bit of Control, I think. In nice. Nice. Oof. That's a good one. Games. Yeah, that's a good one for sure. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really enjoying hearing like your your sort of like in 2021 your thoughts of the AC series in in general and like how it's held up or hasn't you know uh, held up is really interesting because I haven't I haven't played those games in probably since they they've come out so I'm gonna be really interested uh, specifically to hear what you think about Unity when that comes up. Yeah, yeah, dude. Cause I see. One. I keep seeing gameplay videos of Unity, and it looks like it's so much fun. I, I think. I think honestly, Unity. Like, I have a lot of issues with that game. Like specifically, I think it's like the least interest, interesting story, and like Agreed. Arno is like one of the most. Like he just feels like another like uh, an attempt to do Ezio again, which didn't you know work for me. Um, 
but mm. like those those major and the modern day they just completely like threw away um but those like gripes aside i truly believe that unity has the best gameplay in the series but that's oh that's, i like that that's that's just me it, it also has without a doubt the toughest combat in the series as well um mm. but yeah so i'm, I'm that's interested interesting to hear okay yeah it's i'm interested to hear what what you what you think um so yeah and that's that's it for you yes sir yes sir cool 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 well what about you man well in the spirit of resident evil 8 coming out uh pretty soon i purchased revelations one and two i re-downloaded uh two remake um and i started three remake um that i haven't beaten it the, the biggest gripe that people have with it is that short uh from what I hear, when it first came out, it was it felt more of a DLC than it felt like an actual game. Um, I don't. I honestly don't care. I got it on sale, and I love the characters that are in it. I love Jill Valentine. She's one of my all-time favorites in the Resident Evil franchise. Um, I honestly think. I, I hope that they do a bit better with her character from here on out in terms of like letting us know what the hell is going on because. In the original franchise, she went from three to, and, and you play five, like you play everything up until five, and there's this weird evolution of her that it feels like a like the movies. It, it honestly feels like the movies, and the movies adapted the games, and it feels like the games tried to do what the movies did. Um, aside from that, mostly I've been playing that. I. I've been taking a break from Outriders, not because I'm tired of it, but because it's gotten to the point where difficulty spiked so hard, and I'm too prideful to lower the tier of the world. So I'm like taking my time, taking a breather, and then I'll get back to it and try to complete the missions that I have to complete. Um, I've been doing Ring Fit Adventure on my Switch, trying to get some exercise in. Um, That's a great game. That's a great it's game. really good <laughs> and honestly it surprised me because for so long i never even thought of it i was like oh my god the gym because uh, the gym around here is like pretty bad at like hygiene and i was like it's so hard to like look for motivation in my home just on my own i need something and i was like wait i have a switch i can buy ring for adventure and try that and it has been a blast and it's like it feels like a JRPG at times, like with like mm-hmm. the, the 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 leveling up of attack and defense, uh, the items you can use, the 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 turn-based combat. Honestly, it, it's it's amazing. It's like it's it's pretty long, and I'm gonna loop it. I'm gonna be looping. I, I want to do that until I I feel like I've achieved maximum uh, human performance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a yeah. It's a great game. It's awesome. It's really good. Uh, aside from that, honestly, just Resident Evil, Resident Evil, and more Resident Evil, and I can't wait for the demo. Uh, I played the demo last week. That's one thing. Oh, my Ooh, God. Talk about oh, that. Let's, let me talk about that. Okay. I was very tense because I was like, I got 30 minutes. I need to do as much as I can and take in as much as I can. And first thing, I, I stood for like a minute just still because the environment it is so 
so beautiful yet so dreadful at the same time. It's it's a ghost town, but at the same time, you know it as something's looming around the corner and literally everywhere. Um, it gives me Resident Evil Four mixed with Resident Evil Seven vibes because Resident Evil Seven, you know, with the first person and the like small corners and corridors, but then substitute that for a larger area and just it gives me lots of plagas vibes the village that you arrive first in resident evil 4 it it literally feels like that the the enemies i don't know what the hell is going on it feels like i'm playing underworld the game gets like a battle between vampires and lichens and i love it i am i'm here for it i love underworld like as much as people think it's a trashy uh franchise of of and the writing or i don't care i love vampires versus werewolves i don't like twilight Same. But, Same. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he he had to make sure he had a letter <laughs> yeah absolutely like, yeah no sparkles here <laughs> no sparkles here man uh if you're a vampire hey man, how, you would, you, how be... would you know that man <laughs> let's just say let's just say let's just say i had a girlfriend back then you know oh, what i'm saying gotcha. I had a, it was a nice date gotcha. right um <laughs> it was a girlfriend's imaginary it's all right right mm, interesting, interesting. Well, <laughs> if, if, i i prefer stepping on me over sparkles okay oh, and in this man. game we're getting that okay? listen 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 the werewolves in twilight i don't care what anybody says they're pretty dope <laughs> they're dope. No, they're, I mean, hey, hey. As much as the writing is weird and the direction is weird of the movies themselves, I haven't read mm-hmm. the books, but like, it's not a bad premise. It's just the execution is so odd. Um, but when it comes to this demo, man, let me tell you, I I left off. So in this demo, there's a section where you're you're in a in a room with the villagers, the remaining villagers, right, and. One of them is hurt, and you know, basic horror logic. He probably will turn. Essentially, he turns. He kills everyone in the room, but his daughter is like, "Nah, I'm gonna pull this shotgun. I'm gonna blast you. He kill his own father in front of me." I'm like, "Yo, she got the cojones!" And oh, as soon as she she gets near me, that's not the end of the demo. But she gets near me. She's like, "We have to get out of here." Boom! My thirty minutes are up, and I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> you can't be serious." Because I spent so long just exploring the village, just looking at, like, little details, the carvings and, like, the, the decoration. I looked at the castle, the the gates, <laughs> the, the the burial ground, like, the yeah, cemetery. Yeah, you, 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 can't, you can't play it again. You got to make a new account. I was like, dang it. And then my internet was, like, all ass all, all day. I was like, I can't do anything anymore. I'll, I'm just, I'll wait six days, I guess. And today's the day, baby. Today's castle day. Today, last week was Lycan, this week is Vampire, and I cannot wait, because the trailers, that castle, honestly looks like one of the best environments that any Resident Evil game is about to have, because it's so big. It looks really cool. It's so, it looks really cool, it's so grand, it's so ancient, but modern, because there's like, there's machinations, have you seen those trailers? There's like an underground, like, area with like, elevators and like, oh, I can't wait for that game. Uh, but yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've been avoiding I've been avoiding like all the covers for it as much as I can, because uh, I, I I was I was hyped on playing the demo, but now it's like nah, I, can, I can wait a couple weeks. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not like we're that far away from it. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah. I I I couldn't handle I I couldn't wait. I had to do it. I had to get nah, it. And let you. me tell you, I 
I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna be like two hours just looking at everything, and then I'll proceed with the story. Oh, and the enemies, so far, no joke. They're no joke. It's not your oh uh, four or five bullets to the head, he's dead. No, these bros are are moving bloodborne star. They're dodging and weaving, and they're like, I'm gonna kill you. And it's like, oh Jesus. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been Resident Evil week for me. Um, with oh man, I love Resident Evil so much. I'm happy to hear that from from you. Yeah, man, it's it's a. I love the series. I love. I've played all of them except for Veronica and Zero, and Revelations One. Uh, oh, so you, you, don't to... need, you don't need to play Veronica. Don't play Veronica. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> like, um, like if if you if you really like Jill, uh, not Jill. If you really like um Claire as a character, because Claire is one of my favorite characters. Yeah. That's the reason Claire. why I play Veronica. Yeah. If if you like Claire, then definitely give it a give it a go. But as far as like a Resident Evil game, it's like it it ranks low for me. Yeah, I mean, honestly, in terms of characters, uh. Some of my least favorite are in six, just because they're introduced in that entry and they're like pretty not interesting. They're just cookie like cutter, you know, cutouts from yeah. like previous fucking uh, uh, side characters. Um, but yeah, it's just been Resident Evil week for me, uh, and it's gonna keep being that until eight comes out. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Nice. All right. So, um, yeah, let's get into the podcast proper and let's talk about some of these topics because, uh, Macho, PlayStation, PlayStation was, was talking this week. They right. were, they, they finally took the duct tape out of, uh, off of the mouth and started yapping. Yeah, man, that's, that's <laughs> crazy. I never thought, I never thought I'd see the day, man. That's crazy. Um, so first let's talk about these, these returnal previews, man. Um, so we know that Returnal is coming out April 30th. They had uh, preview embargoes for everything up until the first two biomes that you could you could show off. Uh, that was on Wednesday. Um, and then we know that reviews are coming out on the 29th, one day before the actual release. Um, oh, that's confirmed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. They, they're giving... I mean, they gave out codes on Tuesday, I believe. So they're giving reviewers like a lot of time which is which is always um reassuring uh to get through these games because you don't you don't ever want the situation of getting a game code maybe two days before the release and having to do a review in that in that time window um so that's something that sony's always been pretty good at is giving reviewers like definitely sufficient amount of time to to actually play and review these games um but I just kind of want to go around the horn and, and, and hear you guys' thoughts on some of the extended gameplay that we've seen, uh, people's thoughts on, on the game overall, the sort of overwhelmingly positive uh, impressions that we've, we've seen about Returnal. What have what you guys been uh, seeing? Or, or what's like your sort of like biggest takeaways from, from everything you guys have been hearing? Um, mostly, so not so much hearing, but on my... On... As I was watching those first, what was it, like, 40, 40 minutes or whatnot of, of the game? 45 minutes? Um, dude, when I mentioned about the trailer, the first thing I mentioned was how the enemies felt like they were part of the environment and how vibrant they were and how, like, distinct you could distinguish each one from each other and they actually felt different. There's this one, to make my point, there's this one section of the gameplay i don't know if it's a 
like a uh, side boss or just a big enemy. But essentially, whenever he would claw at you or like try to hit you, you would see like a string of tentacles like in the back, yeah. like red tentacles. Yeah, dude, that looked rad. Like, just yeah. I can't wait to just see the rest of the game and see how they play with like design and and colors and and the mute dude that OST. I hope it keeps slapping. That's I that's hope it, I. That's like so. It's like to that point, that's probably like one of my biggest takeaways is the um the implementation of the 3d audio um because like i was i was watching um god what's his name oh my god i'm blanking on his name uh oh co co carnage i was i was um watching him stream the game a little bit and he got to this area that was so reminiscent of control just like walking into this room and and just like this this absolutely silent room and just seeing this weird blob in the center of the room like levitating in the air and like it's not attacking you it, it barely even notices that you're there you shoot it and and the ball is kind of like taking not necessarily taking damage but like you can see the damage that you're doing to to the orb and then it's like quickly putting itself back together and it just it's just like um like throbbing as well so it's like this living breathing thing but like again it's not attacking you it's not it's not doing anything so it's so reminiscent of control in in that way but like once he once he got into that room and started shooting at it and once it started putting itself back together the noises that it was making it's just like like even just listening it uh through my phone I'm just like, oh my god, dude! The way that this game sounds is absolutely immaculate. I cannot wait to listen to it with like a legit pair of headphones. Um, mm -hmm. So that was definitely like one of my biggest takeaways. And then obviously the dual sense, like you know, since Astrobot and Demon Souls to a lesser extent, like those have been the two games have that have like really utilized the dual sense. Um, mm -hmm. And and yeah, like I I was particularly like. Um, you know, games like Hitman 3 came out that were cross-gen, but, like, I was never expecting those games to, like, truly take uh, advantage of the controller. But Returnal and Ratchet were always the two games I was like, okay, like, yeah, it's going to be a while, you know, the, the gap from Demon's Souls to Returnal would be, would be long, but those would be the two titles that would kind of, like, make people remember, oh, yeah, the DualSense is actually, like, really fucking cool. Um... So I'm I'm glad I'm glad to see that yeah for sure it's 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 like they're they're definitely Housemark is definitely making or taking advantage of the controller because like um, for instance the the raindrops you know we've all heard about that um, and as well as the sort of like alt fires that you can do with with uh, different weapons if you uh, hold down the trigger halfway uh, down then it activates. Um, one version of how you can you know fire your gun and then when you press it all the way down like for instance you could have like a rapid fire on a pistol for instance um and it will vary from from gun to gun and i don't know i really really love that stuff um so yeah those oh, those absolutely yeah go ahead it gives you diversity in 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 how you approach each fight and because you don't have to be worrying some if you know if they have to really take advantage of the dual sense is how you mentioned it and this not only gives you an opportunity to play like with different types of guns but you don't have to be switching 
like to the inventory to scale like oh now i want this skill activated no just by using your dual sense in different ways you can have different skills and like shoot in different ways and it the gameplay itself it maybe it's it's an odd comparison but the the pacing the 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 quickness of the combat intense, it looks man. like a third it looks like a third person doom eternal it looks like i'm like you're playing yeah you, you can't stay still exactly you cannot, you cannot relax, and it, that's very roguelike. You know, it, that aspect, the, the enemies when they shoot, I just can't help and think of Fury and like enter the gungeon. It's it's the roguelike aspects of it. They're mind blowing of how mostly biggest thing. If the if the OST matches like the biomes, or if it's the same one, make sure that it just it matches because that's my big thing. You'll be looping a lot. You'll be dying a lot. Make sure that I'm having a good time as I loop. Don't make it a drag. Don't make it a slob, you know? Make, make it entertaining. Uh, you can do anything with the controller. You can do anything with the with the ways that you can attack enemies. But if the loop aspect is not entertaining at all, then it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be like a one hit, like, like for a day. It, it'll be a hit for a day, and then people will get tired of it real quick. I hope that doesn't happen. I, I doubt it. Because Housemark is like going crazy with this game, it's amazing on all fronts so far. But you know, it's just a matter of the end product itself. But yeah. What about you, Macho? What do you think? Yeah, I echo most of what you guys are saying. Actually, actually, it's the thing is with with Returnal for me is that I'm I'm really excited about like what Housemark is doing with it because they're they're not just stretching their stride, right? That they're they're going full out. They want to make sure that they not only hit a mile, they hit two miles with this game. And I feel like the dual sense is like one of those prominent features for me that has me super excited just to eventually play it, whether it's day one or it's sometime down the line. It's gonna be really hard to avoid getting this game day one and picking it up, and it's mostly just due to my uh, situation that's going on where I'm gonna be out of state. I'm gonna be with family, so picking up a new game when you're like with, around family. You yeah. might as well just wait to be home the next weekend because uh, yeah. you're not gonna get any gaming done. Uh, but um, yeah. it, but it looks like I'm in love with the enemy designs. I'm in love with just the movement of it. But well, well, when you said that it's kind of like has like Doom Eternal aspects, that kind of had me a little worried because what do um, you mean? Because I like Doom Eternal, but it yeah. it's one of those games where I pick up, play through it, and I liked it, but I'm not going back to it at all. Oh no, um, for sure. And when I when I compare, you know, it's more of the pacing and how you have to be quick on your feet. Because in Doom Eternal, yeah. if you sleep for just a second, you're gonna get messed up. You're yeah, gonna die like, instantly. Yeah. To and yeah. to Walt's point, like I feel like that's where like the comparison ends. Because like I I totally agree. Like yeah, that's gameplay the only thing. gameplay wise, it, it's it's so fast paced and and intense. Like there's there's no cover system for for a reason. They want you constantly yeah. on the move. They they don't want you to breathe. You're constantly going to be like reacting to things and 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 whatnot. Um, but there's there in, in my opinion at least there's so much more going on in terms of oh yeah the, the... it's a very unique game. It's a very unique blend of of things. It's a very unique blend. I yeah, think. definitely. It's and yeah, it's 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 just this weird beautiful mesh of like alien uh metroid prometheus yes. and like and like control almost oh um, i love it um and, and just like like um you know i've been seeing things about like the exploration stuff as well um how they've designed the map where it's like one of those classic metroid 3d maps and like they have this really cool thing where um 
on your mini map uh your main like critical path is highlighted through um like uh almost like a a square so like you know on your map okay if i go through the doors that have uh squares um then that's continuing the main the main path the main story if i go through uh if i look on my map and i see doors that have triangles uh that's side content stuff so like um i was just seeing people like you know just going off the beaten path and and uh accidentally falling into like challenge rooms or going into these weird uh side rooms that have um you have to kind of look around for like upgrades or or whatever there's like side bosses and um i don't know it's it's and, and just going off the beaten path and finding truly weird stuff like that that orb that i was talking about um there's there's lots of like lore implications of like okay what happened to this this society how did they die out um you can almost like tomb raider style there's these like uh glyphs or like obelisks that uh you can read to find out more about this alien civilization um but like you have to like you you obviously don't know the language so like you you're kind of like learning about the language piece by piece um so it's just like little things like that in terms of like both the exploration and the combat that seems really really cool um the platforming segments as well right like this is to again to walt's point how you're always on the move and they kind mm -hmm. of they kind of help ensure that by making these areas vertical um you have a dash you have a grappling hook um you know all these things make sure like kind of uh helps you know uh accentuate that you're going to always be on the move that you're not you know just staying in one place and that's that's really really cool yeah oh, that's sure. uh, so i'm like yeah i'm like super into like what they're doing with it because once someone said it's like hades meshed with like the the identity of aliens and prometheus i was like that i'm in for that i want that that sounds super cool and that's what it kind of gave off the vibe anyways but we never really got a whole lot of detail into kind of like it's roguelike elements until the past couple of weeks where people are, or at least players are actually talking about it. Yeah. Or viewers rather. And, and again, the, the it's super, I feel like I can really get into that gameplay hook because while Hades was challenging and it was a lot of fun, that gameplay hook had me synced into it. It was the first like roguelike game that I actually beat the story in and put at least like over 40 hours into. So Returnal seems like it's gonna be like that triple A production of a roguelike mixed with like a whole mixed with a whole different genres, like you guys were saying. And but yeah, that was the one thing that I was worried about. Was like, if you're gonna be like, I don't know, if there's if there's like no um f like really good flow to its getting abilities and then going from level to level, and then you feel like you're progressing, then I'm gonna probably pick up and drop it but i from what it seems like what people are saying is not the case and that they're doing really good stuff with it on top of the dual sense features like yeah that i've been wanting another ps5 game that can take that can take advantage of the dual sense since astrobot and when i'm sure you guys saw that clip of like um i think it was blessing that put it up where it was raining and you could hear like the taps in the dual sense controller yeah just like astrobot yeah, that's that's immersive stuff that I want in these PS5 games. Yeah, and I mean, and to Soul's point, that that aspect of the game letting you know 
you know, if you go through here, Lord, before I continue, you accidentally step into like the main area and you just continue with the story and it doesn't give you the option to go back and explore. I yeah. feel like more games should do that. And I'm glad that House Running like thought about that because it happens way too much. And I feel like it should be a design choice that should be thought about more. Like, I don't know. It's Yeah, that's that's a good point, because I was I was going to say that, like, typically I don't I don't like games doing that because like just just let me explore like let me let me find you know let me clumsily sort of awkwardly find my way around around these worlds um but at the same time as you just said yeah it's annoying when you accidentally continue through the main path when you you know want to just you know explore and do side stuff so yeah right because it's like it's, it's very similar to how you're playing Dark Souls 3, and Dark Souls 3 does that a lot, where yeah, it doesn't definitely. tell you where to go. Exactly. Never tells you that, where to go. You just go. And I missed Deacons of the Deep because I just went into the Abyss Watchers and kept going, and I missed it until my second playthrough. Wow. Like, I, I never fought that boss until my second playthrough. So like, uh, But FromSoft is a whole other monster in that regard. They never tell you what to do. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> uh, definitely. You know, Return at least is telling you... Uh, we have a lot more to offer, so don't go here. Take your time. You know what I mean? I feel like that's what they're doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, what have you guys been seeing anything about the the story as well? These, cause like, there's like these um, pretty like that's that's another thing I'm really fascinated to learn about is particularly not only like the aliens uh, story and like what happened to them, what ended up happening to them. But also Celine as well, like this weird thing about her house showing up in, in the on the planet uh, Atropos, like why it's there, um, and how it goes in like first person is also really really interesting. And people are apparently digging it that they at least want to know more, that they want to find out like what is actually going on here. Um, what what do you guys think about that stuff? I think that's one part of that I'm gonna absolutely avoid for now because obviously you know as much gameplay as i'm watching i'm glad that it's a game that is a roguelike and if there's a story to be seen i'll be able to avoid it because you can distinguish at least you know first person third person if they're distinguishing that like if big key moments are going to be shown in first person or at least in in a different setting that's not the alien world um i'll avoid it at all cost um i really wanted like this game to be to blow me away when I get a PS5 eventually. Um, I don't want to find out more about it now and not picking it up because, oh, I've seen enough of it. I do think, when, when you mentioned the house, it's funny because you just said a house, uh, this house that appears. And I'm thinking about the house and control, how they call it the house, you know, or like the main house. Yeah, and the I'm oldest like, house. Huh. Yeah, the oldest house. And what if this oldest house is actually Celine's house? I don't know. <laughs> um i'm really i'm really interested in in because it can go so many ways but oftentimes you know occam's razor sometimes the simplest solution is the right one maybe it's so simple we're not even thinking about it um i don't i really i if i'm being honest i have no idea where might they might go with that because there's so many ways there's so many ways i don't know i really don't know what do you think macho I'm hoping they nail the um, bits of story you're gonna get between every death, and kind of just the intrigue of it all. Because obviously the, it's a it's a full on mystery, right? Um, and the mist in order to unlock this mystery, you 
have to, it seems, die or just reach the end. But I think you'll get more context if you're dying. Um, so I, I, I would like to see how that loops into each other as far as like getting those bits of story nuggets and then um, keeping on playing, going through like the biomes in the game. But from what I see itself, uh, I'm interested because just the premise alone is actually really cool where it's like, um, I forgot what the comparison that um, that someone made uh, where instead of, you know, being invaded by aliens, you're invading their world. Ooh, and like and there's that. like and there's this there's this whole like storyline attached as far as how you got there, um, why you see your dead body in places, which is also pretty cool. It's like a multiplayer connection to it too, where yeah, you see yeah. other players' dead bodies. That's really cool. I like that, and um, just kind of like where that all leads. I, I I just hope they pull it off, and I hope that it it that there's like a really satisfying climax to it, and also maybe room for a sequel. Um, that's, that could be really cool. That's what I was gonna question. Talk... Uh, well, really oh, quick. That, sorry. That's... Go ahead. Go, yeah, ahead. Sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Man, I... this game is amazing. Oh god. Uh, that's that's actually what I was gonna ask you guys. Uh, next was um, sales sales wise. How, how do you guys think this game is gonna do? Because like, in my opinion, like like yeah, I was worried about it, but. I feel like coming out, like, if this game came out, like, next year, for instance, or if it even came out last year, uh, I would I would have been more worried about it, but I think the fact that, uh, wait, what the fuck? Can you guys hear that? What? Uh, I think it was my controller. Alright, anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> like, like, now, now I'm like, I feel a little bit better because just because of how dry it's been this year that I feel like people are just like clamoring and hungry for like the next thing like you know you know what I mean like the next thing to play that's why I, I obviously Hitman 3 was a great game but like it did a way better than Hitman 1 and 2 because of you know primarily the time that it came out it came out in a time where people were hungry for things to play on their PS5 or just to play in general um, so I really think that more than anything else, the time period that this game is releasing in is, is going to really be in its benefit. But um, again, it's 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 that question of of the price that if people are are willing to pay that that seventy dollars, which I think I think with the, these previews, I think they have convinced a lot of people that okay, this game is is definitely worth seventy bucks. But um, I don't know. Do you guys feel differently about uh, the pen- the potential of this game doing well? No, I mean I I don't have any hesitation. I think it's gonna do really really well, um, especially with the previews that people are saying. People are still coming off of the Hades hype, which is super valid. It just won Game of the Year at Dice. Yeah, a bunch of other uh, on top of other awards, um, and t- and along with that, it's. And it's another. I get it, right? It's another third-person action game from Sony. That's kind of like. But it's so the, the different people, than people, what they've done as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's like as I was gonna say, it's like it's like the template of what people what people like to say, right? But this is doing so much more with it. Yeah. And just kind of like mixing all these different jobs, which makes it super interesting. And I agree with you. Like they they're they're selling this game because. A couple weeks ago, if you told me I was buying Return on Day One or at least close to release date, I would have been like, "No, I think I'll wait. For, I'll wait for a little bit. I'll wait for it to go on sale." But like, I'm telling you, it's gonna be hard for me to to stay off the impulse to buy it, not buy it day one, because yeah. these previews are selling it to me 
and I think it's like a mix. And the price tag, as far as it's setting out, I can I can get why it's contentious with people because not everybody can just go out and just spend seventy dollars like that. Um, you gotta look at all these different other different factors. But I really, really do believe that they justify their price here with the production value and with the I think the DualSense features really it just add so much more to the experience that you're gonna be like yeah seventy dollars is gonna be okay for me yeah definitely yeah and it'll, it'll be then in this case unless i slept on a title but i think this would be like the first official big title that will take advantage of dual sense astrobot you know it but it came with the system i don't count astrobot astro was like a no, you gotta count like, it man. oh a sample you gotta count a sample it, yeah but it wasn't it's not a main title and you know what i mean so you know what i mean it's not a it's not seventy dollars. Yeah, That's man, what I no, mean. No, what I mean, no Astrobot slander, man. No, <laughs> I mean when I played it, man. You know, I had a good time. Oh wait, like the the fact <laughs> that say, I'll say, wait, hold uh, on, Walt. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. Didn't, you didn't go no GameStop. What are you hold talking on. about? <laughs> if, if there even was one in Puerto Rico, we don't got GameStop here. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> um, you guys, uh, you guys got got KB toys over there, right? <laughs> we only have Walmart. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> got games, got game, got game stopa, got game stopa, oh, got right. game stopa, parada de juegos. Um, no, like the thing is, I, I was sleeping on this title when it, for, it was first announced. I honestly was unimpressed when I saw like the first teaser for it. I was like, I agree, oh, yeah, me whatever. too. Like I didn't even pay attention, right? And like it having this much, not even hype, just like pedigree behind it, like the way that it's being produced, like it's. It looks so high quality. It is so high quality. What Housemark has done with it, what the gameplay that we got the last week, um, I'm like, if it doesn't do well, then I'm gonna be surprised. Like, why? I really w- would want to know why. Because uh, it's gonna be too hard. As, yeah, like it. The, the, <laughs> oh, I remember why. people. I remember people uh, turning, uh, returning Bloodborne because it was too hard. I remember that. Um, but I don't know. Oh, do you imagine if? Would they do that with Returnal? Do you think they would do that? What? Do you think people uh, would like do a mass returning because it's too hard? I mean, there's already people. I mean, people say anything on Twitter, right? But there's already people being like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna pick it up because it's challenging. I just want to chill." Um, they can sleep. They can just sleep. Um, we'll stay awake here. We'll stay awake with Returnal. <laughs> um, I can't. I like. I. I, 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 get, I get the. Cons- I, I get the concern about it, but I, I don't know. I think it's just it appeases different gamers. So. Um, if you want the challenge, you're probably gonna find it in this game, and I, I feel like it, it has to be challenging. Yeah, definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and, with that style of gameplay. Yeah. How, hey, how yeah. you said that there's the Celine sees her body. Is that like did they mention how that's a connection to like other players? Because I saw sure. that more. As, I saw that more as like since it's a loop and a roguelike, every time you die, she just sees her body from trying again. Yeah. So well, I, 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 th- I think that's story connection, but like seeing other dead bodies from players, I think it's more of a gameplay thing. So my my understanding is that like um, I I'm not too sure about the story connection, but in terms of uh, other players, you can see essentially. And I I don't I actually don't know if this is what you're talking about, but you can see where other players died and then um you can choose to either take on the enemy that um or like quote-unquote avenge them which will basically be like okay you take on the enemy that killed them and then you get like this massive reward for doing so 
Um, Interesting. So, yeah, there's, okay. there's there's that Yo, element as well. That's that's very similar to Neo. The difference is Neo, you don't fight the monster that killed the player. You fight the, fight player, the player itself. Yeah. It's Revenant. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, I'm excited for that. Yeah. yeah. Nothing but good things, honestly. Yeah. So things. like to to wrap this up. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for for Housemark because obviously like this is. In terms of scope and, and scale, this is bigger than anything that they've ever done before. And like, you know, uh, I don't know how long ago was it? Maybe a couple of years or whatever. They were, they they their future was kind of uncertain. They the games that they made, they came out and said that hey, like these games aren't really like viable. No one is is, you know, buying these games. Um, there was even a point that they were saying hey, we might have to make a, a mobile game to kind of like keep the lights on in in, in the building. Um, so to go from that point to, you know, now making a, this, this absolutely insane, uh, you know, sort of PlayStation quality, you know, bigger budget, uh, sort of game alongside PlayStation is, um, I don't know, not necessarily like a, a redemption story, but it's, it's a nice story nonetheless. I, I'm, I'm really happy for them. Um, yeah, I really hope that, that Sony acquires Housemark. Yeah, that would be cool. This. But the game's got to do well, man. It's it's got to do well for that to happen, sure. I guess. Um, so for yeah, sure. man, that's that's Returnal, man. Uh, very, I think we're we're all really really excited for it. Um, so next, let's touch on this uh, PS the the PlayStation Plus Video Pass thing um, that was sort of leaked by the the PlayStation Poland site. On uh, when was it? Uh, Wednesday, I think. Um, yeah, so it, it was leaked. It was leaked then, and then immediately taken down. So like we knew, okay, yeah, it's 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 real. Um, so essentially, uh, do you guys have the the details for this? Uh, could you pull them on, Macho? Um, I'm looking at at other things that I might want to talk about later. Yeah, yeah, I have it. I have it up. Um, okay. So yeah, basically, what is like they're. I think the reason they said was for their testing in Poland is because um, they were more receptive to uh, like watching and doing that sort of streaming content on PlayStation. So that's why they they kind of like settled there first. Okay. To kind of like test it out. Um, so it comes with obviously a lot of like the Sony movies you expect to see that they produce, like Venom, um, Baby Driver. Uh, I think one of them was Zombieland, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just it's just a testing phase right now. As nothing's really confirmed whether they're going to reach other regions, but um, right now I guess it's just kind of see if like what's the uh, retention rate for people that are using PS Plus and accessing these movies and TV shows. I think was is Community one of them? Yeah, they they have all six seasons of Community on there. Okay. So yeah, so so they're so they're doing some. They're doing some testing, more or less. Nothing's really confirmed yet, but it's exciting to kind of see this. If if this is like an extra benefit, who knows if it's going to cost more or if it's just going to be added to PS Plus? Um, that's really like uncertain at this point. But um, there, and there's also no like avenue or window if they are going to be extending this to other uh, places. Um, but yeah, so that's just really it's really kind of gist of it. It's pretty bare bones and kind of simple right then and there. It's just like they're saying, "Hey, yeah, we're testing it, and uh, we'll see where we're going. We're gonna go from here." Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know like if I would like really consider this like because yeah, like you said, this is seemingly just like a test that they're that they're doing. 
Um, I don't know, because we've heard Jim Ryan said that they are planning like a counterpunch to to Game Pass. I don't, I, I'm not, I don't think that this is that, per se. Um, feel, I, I, don't know if you feel differently, but I, I. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like obviously, like Sony does have, you know, their Sony Pictures division, and then of course they have Funimation, Crunchyroll pending that they could always leverage to, you know, sort of bigger benefit into ps plus to make it attractive because those are things that you know microsoft doesn't have so like it's smart if they do want to do you know some sort of bigger counterpunch to game pass then i feel like this is a start um but yeah for me like i i don't i don't really have any complaints like you know more more benefits to a subscription i'm already subscribed to is like something i'll always welcome um yeah, like if if I, I pay what like ten dollars a month to get a free PS five game, a free PS four game, and like Venom on the side, then like sure, whatever. I guess I'll take it. Yeah, I think I think it's more of just like like you said, it's like a sure, why not kind of thing. Yeah. Um, on top of just you know what you have, and plus it, it's also an answer to why they shut down like the video store that they had up. Yeah. A couple months ago, so this is like a nice option for people that. I guess you know do want to use video watch movies and TV shows on their PlayStation. This is another avenue, but I don't really see people choosing this over like Netflix or um, or Disney Plus or HBO. But then again, you don't really have to choose between these services. You can kind of just get them all and watch whatever you want. Right. So. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> this literally just screams uh, like when I first read it. Literally out loud i was like sure why not <laughs> i mean it it really i have no gripes with it um to be fair sure i mean i'm all for it if they do it if, if it's if they do like different packages like if what if they do like a package with playstation plus and uh playstation video and then there there'll be like the ultimate package with whatever their counter would be to game pass and then you can get PlayStation Plus, uh, the new and improved service, and then uh, PlayStation Video. I get it. It's still a test. Um, so it might not even happen. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, sure, why not? I, uh, we could even get some Sony originals, some PlayStation originals. Oh, what would that look like? Oh, oh. We can get a... Uh, get a, a, a maybe Uncharted... Maybe HBO's like, oh, never mind. Let's just put it on... on I don't freaking know. With the Last of Us series, I don't freaking know. I really have no idea what they might do with this. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, sure, sure, go ahead. I mean, more power to you. Yeah. Maybe there's people that can't afford uh, a subscription with uh, for PlayStation Plus and Netflix, and they just choose this. You know? Yeah, that's Definitely. a good point actually, because they just struck a deal with Disney Plus um, to put out the Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. and I think they did the same thing with Netflix. So who's to say they they won't put their Spider-Man content? on uh, PlayStation and be like, yeah, this is where you get all the Spider-Man stuff. We got the games, we got the yeah. movies, um, and, and so on and so gives forth. Them, so. They, by doing a video pass, they already have a a product that they can pitch and say, hey, why don't we just put it here and make it an exclusive here? And then you you just see like shows being taken out of like Hulu and Netflix and then put on, game, on video pass. It has to be crazy successful for that to happen. But mind you, it's still a, a cool thought. Yeah, definitely. So um, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess just kind of like a wait and see approach with it. 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not, I feel like it's not gonna move the needle based on like what, yeah how we're kind of percepting it really. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, so now let's talk about um, you know let's talk about this this uh fire or fire walk and uh, PlayStation's sort of partnership that they're doing. Um, this came out yesterday, so like <laughs> it's funny that um this I feel like this entire week was just like. Places it was like, I mean, really from Monday, they were just like, yeah, let's 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 talk every single day, which is they're like Oprah, <laughs> you get good news, you get good yeah, news, right? you get good news, yeah, man. They had, uh, those, they had those tweets scheduled, yeah, man. Uh, so they announced yesterday actually that um, you know Herman Hulse, man, he, he announced that um, PlayStation has been partnering with this team made up of former uh i mean just a, a a bevy of industry talent from you know people who have worked on games like destiny call of duty um god the the list is blank um, i'm blanking on the list but like apex as well i think titanfall just a bunch of like you know like modern Mind you, just with destiny and call of duty you already the multiplayer aspect you know it's there's there's some ambition there there's yeah ambition. yeah so um yeah just a bunch of like former uh bungie devs um i think some halo devs as well um branching off to create this new studio uh they formed in 2018 i believe but they just officially like you know announced the the, the studio um, but anyway playstation is partnering with them to um you know help with their first sort of uh game as a studio and it's a triple a multiplayer new ip game that apparently herman holtz has already been playing uh since they have been working together for a number of years already so it's nice to know that's it's in a playable state um but um i'm gonna get some quotes while you guys sort of uh sort of uh broadly like what what are your initial um surface level thoughts about um playstation sort of working on a on a or you know helping with a a, a indie studio with a new team with a new game i'm excited first of all hear me out i'm not a multiplayer guy right now currently it's hard for me to get into multiplayer uh just because uh not i have people i'm not a lonely boy the thing is <laughs> throughout the years I've, I've lost a bit more patience when it comes to, you know, like interacting with online communities and just toxicity is in so many places. Um, I hear these news and I hear veterans, I hear Bungie people, I hear Halo people, I hear Call of Duty, I hear veterans, I hear this slew of just talented people and I hear that they're partnering with Sony. I am begging, I am hoping, I am praying that this truly is not a bomb like i really hope this succeeds and i hope that whatever they attempt it truly is next gen this this sounds like it's gonna be the first official next true generation experience of a multiplayer game um well what kind of what, what kind of game do you think it's gonna be that's the thing because my mind is very blending different games or ideas or like this game but better or like this game but different honestly i didn't even <laughs> something as simple as all uh destruction all stars i never had thought of that that's twisted metal but it has some twist here and there you know mindless of uh, you know whatever the execution might be 
it's a pretty unique like idea. I never thought of it. So honestly, I'm I'm really hoping it's not cookie cutter. I I'm really hoping it's more in the realms of the philosophy that Bungie had with Destiny, and that it's not not a Call of Duty approach where you have your campaign, you have your multiplayer, and that's it. Like, and not even campaign. Like a spec ops mode. Like, oh, you can yeah, you can do something on the side. No, I really hope it's purely multiplayer, like Destiny approach. Like, you, it's a live service. I I'm hoping for this because if they're going big, like go all the way, go all the way, and make it something that'll last until the PlayStation 6. I don't know. Make it something that really stands out. That's what I'm I'm hoping it's ambitious as hell. Because it sounds like they're bringing in the big guns. I hope they do like bring in the big guns. But Yeah, it sounds it, like it's going to be like a first-person shooter, more or less. And yeah, definitely. This coupled with, like I think it was PlayStation UK that tweeted out like a SOCOM love tweet. I don't um, think it's that. Has people... Ha- huh? Oh, go ahead. No, no, what were you saying? Oh, I was just like, that. I, I don't think it's that. No, I don't think so either, but um, I, it has people guessing, kind of talking, to see, like, ooh, is it so calm, is it not? But no, I think it's going to be completely original. Um, yeah, because they, they did say it'd be interesting if they did go that route. Yeah, they did say yeah, new IP, yeah. too, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see IP, what they do with it. Yeah, and, and first-person shooter, that can go so many ways. That you, got, you can do so many approaches with a first-person shooter. You don't have to do the typical... Marine versus Soviet Union. You don't. You don't. Please, please make it. I, I very much prefer more sci-fi Destiny approach than I do a, a, a freaking ground warfare humans versus humans. Like make it, make it unique, man. Make. I, I'm. I'm. I'm just like. I'm exhausted. I'm. I'm. I'm fatigued of so many Call of Duty like cookie cutter approaches at a multiplayer game. Like I, I really. Even as much as I love I love Virus and have a blast with it, it's it's gears. It's just more gears. It's, but it does have that sci-fi um, touch. So if you're gonna go in some aspects traditional with your approach of a multiplayer game, put a put some spice into it. You know, uh, put some adobo on that shit. Put 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 good stuff. <laughs> oh, with the creators that who created at the helm, it sounds like it's gonna be at least something to look forward to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then, so, like, an interesting quote from uh, the man, the man himself, Herman Holst. Um, he was talking about the, the strategic partnership with uh, Firewalk on game in, gamesindustry.biz. And um, they were kind of touching on, um, like, hey, this is kind of like a departure for, for Sony, right? Like, you guys are pretty much known, or you guys, your wheelhouse is in the single-player narrative-driven um action adventure games like the last of us uncharted god of war horizon etc etc and um to that point uh he had this to say quote unquote um i think that the games that we make are as distinct and diverse as they can be from sackboy to astrobot to dreams to these kinds of games that you're referring to like the last of us part two and ghost of tsushima and you can bet that we will carry on making these games but they are the heart and soul of what we do here at playstation studios but at the same time we are just as committed to making these quality experiences as we are to experimentation and to coming up with fresh ideas um so yeah i i think that like i don't think it's it's a direct sort of you know like nudge nudge wink wink to this whole concern of PlayStation resting on their laurels or just making the same games over and over again. But like, 
I don't know. It's it's, I guess, reassuring to hear that like, hey, we are actively out there. I mean, even Jim Ryan said that we are quietly investing in in more exclusives for PS Five, uh, more so than than ever before. Um, so I guess it's it's reassuring yeah. to hear that like, yeah, they are you know actively going out there experiment uh, experimenting. You know, the Jade Raymond thing is obviously, uh, you know, uh, uh, proof of that, and that they're you know they're. They're definitely going out there trying new things and and you know even a multiplayer game which is something you won't really expect from playstation but you know they're out there you know just trying trying some new stuff i guess yeah that's and that's that's what i've been wanting for the longest time like i don't care what you're saying no that's a lie i care what you're saying but i just care at least that you say something at least to kind of like <laughs> Give us like give us like a little bit of a carry on the stick kind of thing because right now you because before it was just like nah just have faith I'm like okay fine but like come on Bro, man give me something give me something same church this is business <laughs> yeah no it's 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 reassuring like more or less that yeah like there there are working some diverse stuff and uh it's there's a lot to look forward to with ps5 so i just, I just i'm think, happy i'm happy i'm happy they finally came out and said something i just think that like like for instance like microsoft like they have like a lot of like leaks i feel like like a lot of their stuff gets leaked so it's it's always like yeah like it, it always seems like they have like a ton of stuff like in the works and like playstation like for the most part i feel like they keep a lot of things like under wraps like for instance this thing has been going on for two years and we haven't heard anything about it since since now right so like Mm -hmm. i I don't know that just makes me think of like all these things that they have you know under the works that we don't know about that they're just keeping really close to the chest and you know not you know ready to really talk about and you know they're probably hearing all this stuff about them being complacent and and you know not taking uh risks or just doing you know um you know big blockbusters or whatever and they're probably just like yeah kind of like biting biting their tongue they're like god damn it dude (laughs) if only they knew um yeah like these these, these stupid these stupid guys (laughs) (laughs) probably (laughs) no i i i I totally get i totally get like the get that too it's just yeah, it's it's just nice again to even if it's something as like a nudge nudge wink wink as you're not really addressing what people are saying, but you're still saying something just to kind of like shut everybody up. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's cool. I like that. That's, yeah, that's fine with me. Definitely. And I guess I guess this kind of ties into the uh, PS Store reversal, uh, the close. You know, them going going back on on. Whoa! What are you on, doing, man? What are you doing? I mean, he sounds he sounds like a seal over there clapping his hands. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so like yeah so like they they announced right right off the bat, man. Start start of the week. They they announced. Which, which, first of all, let's let's comment on that. PlayStation rarely, I feel like, if ever, announces news on on a Monday. It's usually Tuesday that they that they announce stuff. So that was really refreshing that they were like, okay, let's immediately start off the week with this, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they, they uh, Jim Ryan, a blog post by Jim Ryan himself. What? Whoa! Right, it's seeing his name up there was like, okay, okay, Jim. Wait a minute. Yeah, wait macho, a minute. He heard Macho. Yeah, he heard man. Macho. 
I think he did, man. I think he did. I think yeah. he was listening. Yeah, so he, he, he's he like, wrote... He was like, this boy equal. I'll, I'll dress him. I'll dress him. <laughs> so <laughs> so he, he, he went in the blog post and basically said, like, hey, we, we, we messed up with this decision. Um, so yeah, they did. Obviously, obviously, the PSP store will still be closed as, as originally planned, but the PS3 and the Vita store are still will remain open for the foreseeable future. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess this is this is kind of what we've been what we've been talking about. Um, Xbox is definitely will give you know credit where credit is due. Is that they've definitely been the more malleable, more not necessarily like reactionary, but like sort of in terms of like listening to feedback and in a timely manner, sort of responding, being able to respond and and being flexible. They've definitely been the more flexible of sort of all three of these major companies and. Um, it was it was definitely even more proactive. I'll add to that. Yeah, yeah, and and it's definitely refreshing to see Sony, you know, being flexible for once and and saying, you know what, yeah, we we it feels it feels human, like a, a genuine human response from Jim and PlayStation that like, hey, we we definitely messed up with this, and we're we're and gonna change uh, course correct uh, immediately. And even still, Nintendo's like, good for you. I'm not gonna do shit. <laughs> Good for you. Well, that's, that's <laughs> Nintendo, man. They, they, we know, we know, we know how they move. We know how yeah. that. Yeah. Be. No, this. It, 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 yeah, this made me sincerely happy to see this. Um, I, 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 well, I was just worried just for because, like I said, it was more about um, preserving your legacy and like highlighting what makes you you and so unique and it really does start with like where you start and how you progressed and the vita and ps3 era um were testaments to that in ps2 as well you know the entire legacy and and that was all encapsulated in those stores so to kind of shut them off and off i don't it seemed not on a whim obviously they had this in mind but just out of nowhere with like no warning to developers and gamers alike just felt really disingenuous and like they didn't care so i'm glad to see that they were listening because not only told me that they were listening to fans but they're also more like listening to the people that are developing games on those platforms but more, more mainly on vita and um the fact that they were able to be like okay we'll keep it up and we'll do better from here on out. That that gives me a lot more um, hope for their decision making when it comes to stuff like this and how they kind of treat their their uh, legacy titles. Yeah, definitely. Could, this, this could not be, honestly, man. Even if you're gonna shut it down, give us a year to download like every game we want to download and like tell developers you're gonna do it. Or maybe they did, but it didn't seem like it. If anything, this proves that they may not talk much but they they're listening they, they they tend to listen here and there they sometimes they put their pride to the side and they decided to go out on twitter and be like wait what happened i just woke up i didn't do anything wrong no no you did you you did nothing that's exactly what happened but i'm just glad that this is i'm just happy for those deaths man i'm happy and i'm happy for those consoles and i'm happy for everyone that because truth is the vita i believe for some time was more popular than the PlayStation 4 in Japan. You know, this was previous gen. And this just get, just shows that there's people that maybe don't even have a PlayStation 4, PS5, and they just have a Vita, or they still have their PS3. I have friends that they only have their PS3, and they cannot afford a 4 or a 5. They're in pretty, like, tight spaces, and 
a lot of the games that they usually get are like classics from PS1, PS2 era. So this is I'm, I'm really this makes me happy for both devs and the consumer, and I'm glad that Sony. It shows that Sony has humans behind the wheel and not just you know corporate robots. Yeah, there's for something sure. There. For sure, without a doubt. Um, there's, there's there's something behind that, you know. Yeah, and again, like for me, like like I'm I'm gonna keep the same energy, man. That like this doesn't really like I don't want to say like affect me, but like I I'm not I'm not I I wasn't I wasn't the one like champing for for these things to to remain open or whatever. But like I will say, yeah, like the dev stuff, how that was handled was messed up. Um, but nonetheless, like I, I can recognize that, yeah, this is important to a lot of people, and and yeah, it should definitely remain open for those people. But at the same time, to the people who complained about this, you gotta support it now. You can't, you can't just, you can't just be like, okay, yeah. now it's remaining yeah, open. Like, oh, okay, good, bye. Yeah, yeah, you guys like, gotta support like... it, or else they'll do the same thing next year. You know what I mean? They'll be like, well, you guys yeah. didn't support it, so so we're gonna close it down. So you guys gotta support it then. If if you get, put put your money where your mouth is, basically. Yep, I I, I second that wholeheartedly. Buy 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 your classic PS ones on there, man. Do it on if you have a Vita or a PS three, just go for it. Pick up those awesome SquareSoft titles like Parasite Eve and Vagrant Story and the Final Fantasy stuff. Go and pick up um Lammered uh, Lammy Jammy, like the rhythm based game <laughs> that was. Uh, it's called um Lammy Jammy. Yeah, that's what it's called. What the hell? Yeah, um, it's 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 a dude. It's a classic, man. It's it's like me and my sister used to play that all the time, which is like it was a really funky, characterized rapper. I think it was before Parappa the rapper, Parappa rapper or something like that. I think it's before that one. It's literally called uh, um um I'm sorry um Jammer Lammy. That's what it's called. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Never heard yeah, of it's 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 a classic, man. It's 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 a, again, it's funky in the way it controls, but the songs hit. They they are awesome. Yeah, so yes, yeah, so, yeah. So so go so go and check out those classic titles, man. Go go on your Vita, pick up some great Vita titles and PSP stuff. The city is on there. So oh, dude, I go. You know, I I just that's why I express my 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 happiness when and my excitement when this just they're gonna remain open because reality is my PS3. Uh, we're in the process of you know uh, going somewhere else in terms of of a home, and my PS3 I still have it in a box because I don't have space to put it on because I only have my PS4 and my Xbox and there's no no more space here. I want to like engage on my PS3 again with so many titles and my PS Vita I still use it for like old JRPG titles and the Ease games like I want to revisit those mm-hmm. and, and and I want to visit ones that I never played. Um, and same with the Persona games. I had Persona 1 there. I was yep. going to download Persona That's 2. It. When this just happened, like, they mentioned they were going to close out. I'm like, wait a minute. Give me time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> wait, let me download, like, every JRPG ever on PS Vita. But now I'm just happy that I'll be able to, you know. I might even, like, buy a new Vita because the Vita I have right now, I feel like it's struggling a bit. Just a little bit. Uh, but they're too expensive. I checked on Amazon. They're, like, $300, $400. And nah, bro. No. Yeah. No. Man. No. No. There's, there's some. There's some really great stuff on there. So yeah, guys, please support it. Um, yes. Get a Vita, guys. Yeah. Seriously. Like whether you get an old one or like the latest one that has an LCD screen, just pick it up and 
go back on your PS3. That's what I did. I literally just went back on my PS3, booted it up, downloaded all the updates, and I was just like kind of browsing through. And I even got a couple of PS3 games that I want to check out because my um, fiance's little brother got wanted to get rid of all his PS3 games. I was like, I'll take them. And so I actually have like Ratchet and Clank, Tools of Destruction in there, um, A Crack in Time, Infamous 2, like a whole bunch of other like really like great uh, PS3 games that that I, yeah. I want to dive into. Yeah, until PS5 decides to bring old games, support the old consoles. Because honestly, that's what they yeah. need. They need they need to bring in 1, 2, 3, and Vita all the way here to PS5 and, and just... just why not? Just do it, please. Yeah, I agree. Please. I really want that too. I want them to kind of just bring that whole library over, just for convenience sake. Yeah, for sure. Hell. Yeah, definitely. Man, I miss I miss the PSP, man. <laughs> I, that's what I I truly miss. I never got a Vita, but um, the PSP, man. I had I had a lot of great memories with that. Um, so yeah, there's a part of me that's oh, yeah. sad to see that to see that being sunsetted off, but. Hey man, it's it's it was only a matter of time. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean it's all good though because a lot of those games are on like PS3 or on Vita to or download. Vita. So yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. PSP, PS, PSP is the only one of all of them that made the most sense because there is a Vita, there is a new recurrent part. Um, but just the connection and nostalgia that we have with the PSP, that's what's gonna hurt. So having a, you you know that that's gonna spike up. Like once they shut down the PSP uh, store, a- every like physical copy and all the collectors are gonna go crazy. Like, oh hey, you want a PSP? You want some physical copies? I got them. I got Resident Evil Apocalypse on a disc for the PSP. I'm like, wait, I don't care. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't realize that my copy of um, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII was one of the rarer ones because it released with like original colored. Uh, like uh, um, cover box or you know, box yeah, yeah, yeah. right now, cover art. Um, and then the one I have is like a metallic black and white. And I didn't Ooh. realize that was a rare one, so I saw Jeans uh, from Lords of Gaming.net. I saw his article about about like which games to pick up on your PSP. And he was like, Yeah, that one goes for like at least over a hundred bucks. I'm like, What? <laughs> Jeez. Bro. I remember the the God of War edition PSP, the red one. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was so good cool. stuff, man. Um, oh, all right, so like, I, let's let's end this this uh, this podcast with uh, I want I want to get your guys' opinion on this whole Jim Ryan thing. Do Do you guys think this week did like? I don't want want to be dramatic and say saved his image, but, like, did did a little bit better in in the narrative of him being, like, this this devil or, like, the bane to society. (laughs) You know what I mean? Do you think think this did a little bit to, like, alleviate that that sort of narrative that he has, like, not even any fault of his own, in my opinion, built up for himself, I guess? Or that people have built up for him? As the person that was very worried about what he might say or not. Uh, Macho, what do you think? Um, like, do you feel any better about him after this week? <laughs> oh my, Macho. Uh, <laughs> the fact that you have to think about that for so long. <laughs> oh, because, like, because, like, I, I, it's, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. 
it's it's a weird because like i try not to really like hold these people up to like yeah yeah you know like to like oh like he's an amazing guy like he's doing so good like like i try not to really do that because i feel like it's kind of weird yeah just strictly just strictly about like decisions like i'm not asking you to be like like how people hold up phil spencer (laughs) like oh man he's he's such a great guy well yeah like as far as like him like going more up front and like being like more like i guess impressionable um boss as he, yeah i sure like I, I really like what he's i like that they're being more vocal um Again, it's not. It's it, they don't have to. That's the real takeaway from it. Like they don't have to do it. They can just keep doing what they're doing. But I like that they are. I like that he is a little more of like, hey, we're gonna say when we mess up and and you know give you guys something to be excited about. I like that. I do think that these that they're doing a little more of a better job, in terms of being vocal to their community, which is nice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's more like a wait and see thing. Like right, it's like when we, we were talking about before. At least what happened in the past news with like the whole studio thing with um, Days Gone and Studio Ben and Naughty Dog, right? It's more of like a wait and see approach and see like how they turn out the rest of the gen. Um, I, I recently saw like a podcast actually, where they had a Sony or a PlayStation employee on. It was kind of like explaining like what how Jim Ryan you know kind of operates and how he's kind of like changing, sort of like the not the entire culture mindset of PlayStation, but more just for it to be more inclusive and to um, have a more kind of like a like a a silent but deadly kind of approach to like how they do their news and stuff like that and so yeah i think overall i'm a lot happier with like where they're at right now i don't see on you know i'm not gonna say let's fire the guy yeah yeah no definitely i'd rather i'd rather just be like let's wait and see a couple of years and then we can really kind of determine where we're gonna go from there or like how we view this guy yeah that's 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 completely fair so um yeah um well what about you what, what do you what do you think about this i mean at the very least yeah give give it you know give it a few <laughs> give it some time you know let gears because it just so happens that when he got into you know that position uh, we were about to enter the next generation and i you know i'm not a i'm not behind the scenes but i assume there's a lot of moving parts to that and there's only so much that you can do that will make everyone ha- happy. You know what I mean? Like they, that will make. There are tough calls, and there's there's tough calls. You know, I, I I don't know what the man goes through every day. Um, I'm glad some sort of like there. We have we have something. We have well, that's all we need. Just just say hey. Just tweet hey. How's everyone doing? Oh, talk. And he's like, nope. Like just give us something. <laughs> yeah, that that man don't have no Twitter. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man, that, maybe. That, that man's not wasting his time unless he's a lurker. He's got an all. He's got an all account. Yeah, yeah. He's liking all. He's liking all the PlayStation's better tweets like Sean Layden was. Oh man! When everybody wanted him back. That was no, so shout, out, shout out to Sean Lee. That's not shade. Shout out to Sean Lee, though. He, he's, he's taking this bag and he's running with it. I appreciate it, bro. You got a nice beer going on. Sean, we love you, bro. Yeah, for sure. Love that, dude. Love you got that dude. awesome God of War uh, grandpa kind of look. I'm digging it, bro. You lost some <laughs> weight, too. Yeah. I know it is. Heck yeah, man. Hey, man. Chill out. 
Wow, <laughs> nah, he he did though. He that dude's shaping up. He's in the he's been hitting the gym, in right, the internal gym, and, and yeah, I'm proud of him. All right, all right, man. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you do. I'll let you do you, man. <laughs> Comment comment on the uh, comment on the poor man's weight. All right, all right. I let I let you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But 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 in but in reality, yeah. uh, Honestly, we need more time. You know, this everything needs to settle. Uh, I'm just hoping that this trend doesn't continue on in terms of like not being. I get it. It's a pandemic. There's honestly during pandemic, you can justify almost anything and it'll be received with some moderate uh, reception, uh, positive reception. Because you know there's struggles and behind the scenes that we don't know of. Um, man, I don't think so. But, but the game, the gaming community is just more angry than ever, man. Like I, I, I've noticed it, man. Like have you guys, have you guys taken the time to like go in the comment section of like any PlayStation tweet? It's just like. It's it's just pure uh, I try like not to anymore. Yeah, it's just numbing, dude. Because <laughs> it's disgusting. It's and that's the thing. Here's the thing. We we here dual chalk and sense. We focus on that positive outlook. We we treat all three companies equally, and we we judge and we try to be as fair nah, as we can. We, my, Microsoft can catch the smoke, man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, man. My man living in last gen still. This man still. This man still hang out in Xbox One S. I'm um, kidding, man. No, I mean, I, 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 I do understand. I, I see that. It's absolutely, and yeah. that's why I just turn off Twitter. Um, yeah. and I, I see people say that that Sony's like the media darling, but I, no. I couldn't disagree more with that. Yeah, man. Um, I honestly feel like Nintendo is the media yeah. darling yeah. in all yeah. this sense. But when it comes to whenever PlayStation or Xbox are moving, then they're gonna catch heat from both sides. No, and definitely yeah, like it's like a, the the Bloomberg the Bloomberg article that alone like like oh you're I'm you're buying you're buying Jay you're buying I am. Can you hear me now? I mean, a yeah, I can bit. hear you. No, you're, you're good. I mean, maybe it's macho. You know, I can hear you just well. Okay. Uh, you okay, know what? We're we're me. like towards the end of the podcast anyway, so let's let's just wrap it up. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just I just wanted to to see if that changed. Um, if that if if this week did anything better for like his perception or anything like that, because like, yeah, I I don't know, but I, I thought I thought it was a great yeah. I thought it was a great first for I I don't even know if I would call it first step because like I don't think the man has done anything wrong yet, but I I think. I don't know. I, I I like I like I this week was great. I I'll, I'll just say that. I'll leave it at that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and 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 as a final note to that, um uh, got to realize the pandemic has made a lot of people just be inside so long that human interaction, they forgot what that's like and they're just mad and they just want to project that madness into other people. And honestly, you see so much toxicity online, but Remember, guys, if people want to project their own insecurities and their own problems onto the world, that's that's them. Honestly, these companies, they're going to keep doing their own. They're going to do their thing. They're going to make the, the try to make the right calls and what they think are the right calls. Um, people can be as toxic as they want, and they're not just towards the companies. They do it for reviewers. They do it for journalists. They do it for influencers. They People are just mad, and honestly – 
you know, Twitter ain't psych, a psychiatry session. They, they ain't a therapy. People, if they want their problems to be taken care of, they should just be more introspective and deal with that on their own. Uh, but overall, it's been a great week. And if people disagree, then they should reevaluate what they that think was, is right or wrong. That was a really long-winded way of saying that these people are bums, basically. Yeah, yeah. When when you when when you when you when you study psychology, you need to word what otherwise might be offensive into a more professional manner. So, I mean, that's that, I mean that's just human decency, my man. No, when when no, but you're not gonna go to like just someone, and if they get you mad, you might blow up on their face. But like if during therapy session the client is like being a, a, an ass. You won't go. Oh, get out of my house! Get out of my office! It's like no. You still need to deal with that. So it's that's just nerves of steel that you need to have, which I sometimes lack because the internet is just awful. But yeah. Yeah, man, we're Puerto Rican. We're hot headed. So. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, chill, man. Oh uh, no. <laughs> all right, so let's. <laughs> all right, Matt. We're we're gonna end the podcast, man. Um. Thank you guys for watching, as always. Um, and once again, go ahead and toss us a like if you feel so inclined to do so. Maybe consider subscribing as well. It will greatly help us out. Um, Macho, what are you up to this week? What's going on, man? Yeah, man, we're, we're, just, we're packing and packing and packing. Um, heading out of state for the next week to visit the baby nephew and my sister. And I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, I, that little guy is just so funny um but in terms of gaming i'm gonna try my best to kind of tackle gravity rush 2 and control hey. and uh try, maybe finish those games um and depending on how those reviews for return go maybe pick that up i don't know it's gonna be tough because i come back uh the beginning of may and then that leads straight into resident evil 8 and then after resident evil 8 I have the final fantasy 14 patch uh the final patch before the next expansion so like Give or take, I don't know. I don't want to squeeze Returnal in there and just play it for like four or five days hardcore and then never touch it again. I want to enjoy it, so um, yeah, definitely. See that goes, but I'm looking forward to see what people say. I'm looking forward. To you say so, yeah, on, uh, on that stuff. But yeah, man, that's just gonna tackle those two. Then it's gonna be fun. Nice, nice. Well, what about you, man? Well, I'm I'm nearing the stages of like actually sending furniture and stuff to our new place so we're doing that we're in the process of moving um other than that as time goes i'll be gaming less because i'll have less <laughs> stuff available because they'll be on their way to the new home uh, so what i have planned for now is to finish if i can start and finish both revelations one and two uh for resident evil um and beat resident evil three because you know these are all short games um other than that, just play more Switch, play more JRPGs, and get back to Blasphemous. I need to beat that. I, I I need to get back to that. But yeah, man, you you mentioned Resident Evil really makes me want to go back into Resident Evil um, remake. Do it. Yeah, that that's such a damn good game. <laughs> so amazing. Um, all right, man. And then as for me, um, gaming wise, uh, probably finish up infamous first light probably can knock that out within the next few days um dark souls 3 gonna keep chipping away at that man um i'm really just taking my Oof. time with it man I, I think i'm like 
40, like close to 50 hours in it, which I, I, I don't think you're supposed to be taking that long with a Dark Souls game, but I usually, no, I'm usually, I'm usually pretty <laughs> slow with them. So, um, yeah. and article wise, um, I have, I have a few ideas kicking around for uh, a like a Horizon Zero Dawn um, sort of like it, like the pitch is like it's sort of like how underrated or or how the the story like the narrative in in Zero Dawn doesn't get the respect that I think it truly deserves. Um, so like I'm I'm kind of like thinking about beginning that i was actually going to start it yesterday but you know matcha we, we ran into some to some issues that we we won't talk about on the on this podcast um, yeah man i'll just i'll just tell him what that was like i had some free time yesterday and i was yeah, ready too. to just start going ham on it <laughs> yep. like because the start the start it was starting to pack up and i was like yeah hey, we gotta get to it yeah and then it happened yeah, so that happened um and then i also have um God, what was the other? Oh yeah, and then uh, I had a Ghost of Tsushima um, article in my mind that I've been I've been waiting to write. Um, that I I, um, I I don't know I don't know in what particular order I'm I'm gonna tackle these in because these these articles that I do that are just like. Like the gravity wash, gravity rush, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> gravity wash. <laughs> is that the? Is that where they bring back the gravity rush series? They call it gravity wash. Oh man, <laughs> that's, 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 that's how she does. When, whenever she enters low gravity, she's yeah. like. Worst physical <laughs> man, I fucking, I fucking hope not, man. <laughs> man, that's that's how you know. That's how you know I'm I'm ready to get out of here, man. It's like <laughs> what, what? it's like one of those superheroes that makes their own sound effects. Yeah, or yeah. If you're playing Star Wars, like you're sword fighting, you do the. <laughs> hey man, what's what's my once my speech starts failing like that? Once I start talking like I'm drunk, that's how you know it's time to wrap it up, man um so yeah yeah <laughs> so like funny. the the article is like the gravity rush one the the slide <laughs> the slide two article um and like the assassin's creed one that i did about it losing its its identity those types of articles always take me such a long time to put together because they're like close to two thousand word pieces so they take forever to to actually think about and and put together so like those two articles the horizon and ghost are in my mind shaping up to be similar to those so like i don't know which one i want to do first because it's going to be a large time investment but um those definitely look out for those because those are things that i'm planning to do in the near future but um yeah that's pretty much it for me with uh things that i am planning to do um so yeah that's gonna wrap it up for for the podcast man uh thanks for coming through and listening to to us just uh ramble, ramble on and, and talk about some games man um so yeah as always thanks and we'll catch you guys next time peace whoosh you're an <laughs> asshole